0: All right, first of all, first of all, listen. This episode is dedicated to a Canadian legend. His name is Troy Herbertes. Rest in peace to Troy Herbertes. You're asking, who is Troy? Well, Troy is an ex-steel worker from Hamilton, Ontario. Troy became an inventor. You want to know why he became an inventor? Because he was attacked by the mighty grizzly bear. Yes, a grizzly bear almost took his life and his soul and his nutsack.
1: <laughs> so he,
0: he swore, Troy swore, if I'm ever attacked by another grizzly bear, I'm gonna be prepared. So what Troy did is he built a suit called the Mark IV. Don't know why he called it the Mark IV, but I think he just wanted to use the I and the V for the four. And he built a, a grizzly bear resistant suit made of rubber, hockey equipment. And duct tape and chain mail and would test it against bikers using golf clubs and baseball bats and Louisville sluggers and he took trucks to it he did everything (laughs) logs and everything and rest in peace like I said Troy Troy rest in peace but it worked and the reason I bring this up is because the Raptors could have used the mark (laughs) IV grizzly suit the other day and on that note Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And I'm your host, as usual, Mr. Val Hoopo. That's two O's with a P and another O. And I'm with Mr. A Rod, A R O D, and Max Profit, You better pay me. And listen up, everybody get in your seats, clean your diapers, clean your face, clean your ears, clean your nose. We got a very, 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 very special guest today. So let's go. All right, before anybody says a word, everybody mute, everybody be quiet. I'm going to intro our guest today, a very, very special guest today. I'm not going to say his name. I'm going to put his resume out here real quick, real quick for the entire country of Canada and for the entire country of the United States of America. Listen up. Today's guest is the host of one of the biggest Memphis Grizzly podcasts on the entire World Wide Web, the entire internet, top ranked. Put him at the top. He's one of the biggest up-and-coming voices of basketball in the state of Tennessee. The entire state knows this man's voice. And soon ESPN, soon TNT, and soon Canada will know this voice. I'm still not going to tell you who it is because you know who this is? This right here is the unofficial voice of the Memphis Grizzlies. And it's an honor to have him with us today, boys. Let's give a big salute to Mr. David Williams from the Sports Ethos Memphis Grizz- Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Here we go, man. Man, hey,
2: let's let's back it up a little bit. He set the bar too
0: high. <laughs> no, man, don't. That's not true. That's not true at all, man. That's it. That is it. Keep all that right tape. Boys. Keep that tape. Yeah, man.
3: That's you. <laughs> that's you. I'm, so I'm how's it going, boys? That. I'm going to go back and clip that so
0: I can yes. use that as the intro to <laughs> our oh, <right. laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> how's it going, boys? Everybody good? Everybody feeling good? We're all good. Okay. Yes, all right. Well, let's get right into it. What I'm going to do. I'm gonna lay the dinner plate out right here and what we do David is what we what we do here is we we go right straight to the last game which was the Memphis Grizzlies against the Toronto Raptors the Grizzlies won this game 108 to 100 and it was here under the bright lights in Toronto Ontario Canada but what we do is we usually go around the table and pick one word, one, two, three words that you can describe this game and give a brief rundown of why you choose that word. So we'll start off with A Aira, give me that one word, uno, give it to me.
1: Suicide, Ah. man, suicide. Suicide. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, after watching that game, Oh, man. I told you I might end up on CP24 last time. It sent me to the edge, man. It sent me to the dark recesses of my brain, man. Yeah, real dark, real dark. When when you see Jaron Jackson get six steals in the first quarter, God, man, man, Mm. oh, man. I almost shut off the TV. I don't know why I kept watching, but... I did and it was it was rough, man. It was Ooh. rough.
0: I was ready to see you on C B twenty four shirtless with a <laughs> pop <lollipop> on PCP. <laughs> oh, what about you, Max? So he's got suicide. Suicide is a suicide. Oh, what do you got, Max? Give yeah. me your one word. Oh yeah, for those that
3: don't know, rcp 24 is like Fox Five or Fox, yeah. whatever you guys have out there. Like Yeah. It's our know, local but, news. Um, yeah. but um my one word is Lakers. Lakers. Because when I seen them beat the Lakers, the next game they played and they played really well against the Lakers too, then I felt better about us taking that beat.
0: Ah, so did I, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait a
3: minute, like these guys aren't just, you know, popping up and having a good game when they're not supposed to, like the Raptors always do. Mm-hmm. You, know? Mm-hmm. you know, they went out there on in the bright lights and beat up on the Lakers. You know, I was
0: like, okay, they showed so much heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. So, uh, Lakers. What about you? So, we got Suicide, Lakers, and David Williams. <laughs> hit me. What's uh, your word?
2: Bug. I'm going to go with Bug. Bug. So, Bug, yeah. So, that that is um, – I, I don't know where it came from, but that's the nickname floating around for Vince Williams Jr. Uh, and, you know, hey, this season has been just – crazy injury after injury after in, you know yet yeah, you miss Ja the first 25 games mm-hmm. you get the bad news early in the season that stephen adams is going to be out the whole year mm-hmm. and then it's just stuff keeps stacking up mm-hmm. and vince williams jr has been uh, a bright light and what has been overall a dim season for the Grizzlies. yeah oh, i
0: like that Man. he is definitely he has stuck he has stu- he has stuck out for sure Um, My one word is not one word. My one word is a bunch of words and it's it's mercury murked, slewed murder. She wrote murdered Sherlock Holmes done with (laughs) caskets (laughs) tanks and firing up tanks and 1980s AIDS dead (laughs) We were just done and 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 it, it was a good thing I came out of it, it was a good thing. We needed this because instantly after, I think it was the next game or to a day later, it was like, it was all admitted the tank has begun. In other words, the tank has begun and we're okay with that. And it's letting the fan base know, like, listen, this is going to be tough. There's going to be a lot of losses, but this is where we're headed. And, he, you know, with the Pascal trade, there's probably another trade coming soon. But right now, this season is marked. It's done, and I don't mind that. I'm not mad at that. There's going to be some wins. There's going to be some losses, but I'm okay with that. So that's my words. Uh, That's that's hard to swallow. Pause. you know it's the truth, though. I know it's a buzz, Keel. (laughs) 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 But uh, it's the truth. And by the way, I want to go back to the intro of Troy Herbertes. Here's a picture of our Canadian legend, and that's the the suit he made to uh, detract and be able to fight an actual grizzly bear so uh look it up if you haven't seen it it's actually the whole documentary is on youtube and uh, give it a look because it is probably one of the greatest documentaries ever created
1: that game felt like the raps were leo and the revenue
0: man oh man
3: the the bear just man he slaughtered us and (laughs) the thing
1: was man you know like david was saying the season hasn't been that great for the grizz but they came out and they played like they actually wanted to be there and wanted to win and when you, when you watch the Raptors like yeah, a few turnovers you could be like you know a little bit confused or disoriented because you have newer teammates mm-hmm. but just the willpower wasn't there and watching the Grizz just take it to them was sad on my end man I just yeah. I expected a lot more from from the guys at least effort wise.
0: What, what were some of the things, you know, to get on the other side of the perspective on the Memphis side? What, what were some of the things that you were some positive stuff that you saw from your squad, David? So what were some of the things that you saw that really stuck out to you um, from that game?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, he, he mentioned the Grizzlies coming out and being being ready, like just sticking it to the Raptors. Mm. And that's something that going back a couple uh, a couple weeks ago, the Grizzlies came out in the game and they just looked flat, did just nothing. And in the post-game, Taylor Jenkins took all of it on himself. He's like, hey, listen, that's on me. I have to do a better job of getting these guys ready. And then you look at this game, and then you look at, you know, they, they've won again since this game, and they're coming out. And even though the, this roster is depleted, these guys are coming out with the energy they want to win. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where – if they win games and they happen to back their way into the playoffs, I'm not mad at it. But I, I have zero at this point. My expectations are as low as they can be. I just want to see guys develop and coming out and playing with energy. And so it's great. Jaron Jackson has right. been. What about Gigi?
0: Gigi? What's yeah. your thoughts oh, on man. Gigi? Yeah.
2: So, like, coming in, I knew that he could get buckets, right? Because at mm. South Carolina, he was the offense. And you could go back and watch him in, in ISO at South Carolina. My concern was defense. And his time in the G League and with his coaching staff, you could see that's been a focus because he's doing great on rotations. And, and we've watched him pick up a couple uh, help side blocks with that length. So, that that is um, – I didn't expect him to be contributing this early in his career. But that's a welcome surprise for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. What about you, Max? What were some of the things you saw on the, on the dinosaur side, on the purple rain side, that uh, stu- uh, stuck out to you in this game? Well, you go on the grizzly side, too. I don't know why I just put you on the rap side. But Well, I
3: like that thing you said about the tank has begun and that sort yeah. of vibe or sort of message being put out there, and then mm. um, it being Barnes' team, but we're tanking. It's a lot of mixed messaging going on with the Raptors. it it's, is uh, I'm not saying we're as confused as the books right now, but I mean we seem <laughs> to be lacking direction, you know? Um yeah, like I don't really know where we're going with this, but I like the pieces we got. It's just what are we gonna do? We just gonna sort of just float our way through the rest of the season? Like where yeah do I, know? Don't know. I,
0: don't <laughs> I don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know i think you know bruce brown's gonna get moved we don't have to get into the into the weeds with that but i i do get what you're saying it is it is it is disappointing
3: there's, there's something off about the way we're playing yeah. though. like we're yeah. not even in it to like we're not even being professional
1: mm.
0: what do you think a run
1: uh, i think the rest of the season we're gonna have to evaluate the concepts and the play design of the coaching staff yeah um I mean, so far we haven't even won three games in a row this season. And Jeez. I don't know,
0: David. Do you know this? Sorry, Aye Do you know this with Darko, your ex assistant coach? Darko mm-hmm. has put it put it on paper that if the Raptors win three games in a row, he's going to give an all expense paid pizza party to the boys. <laughs> 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 so sorry, Aye Sorry for cutting you off. Yeah, but. so
1: yeah, David. The running joke was that they're going to have mm-hmm. a pizza party, you know, after three wins, but. It's not coming anytime soon. I don't, I don't even see how this squad right now, with the way they're playing, is going to win even three games.
3: Darko, that pizza going to get
0: you fired, cuz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I hope. But to stick on Darko, Darko did something real classy. Him and his wife uh, Gaga, I think is her name. Yeah. They um, they are donating twenty dollars for every assist for the rest of the season to the Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto and in Serbia, and so for, oh, and wow. they're paying for the assists that have already been done. So they they're they're, they're up to twenty six thousand uh, dollars right now. So I thought that was a real classy move, and uh, Darko is definitely ingratiating himself with with the city of Toronto and the country as well. So this is a, a straight up coach right there. Yeah, I like he, that move.
2: I think you guys will see. Like he played a huge part here in Memphis. Uh, with in Desmond Bain's development, there was mm-hmm. you know, I, I would go to the games and watch. I like getting there early. Uh, I've did, anywhere I go, I get there early typically, but you don't always see the stars warming up whenever you get there later. So I like going in early, and and you would see Darko going over a film, sitting on the bench, going over a film with Desmond Bain and talking to him about certain things. And then you would see Desmond Bain implementing those things in the game. And obviously, Bain has a certain level of talent in order to be able to go out and execute at the level that he does. But I think this roster now with the movement of Pascal and the guys that you brought in, I Tom Thibodeau is a good coach. Tom Mm. Thibodeau is not a developmental coach. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested Mm -hmm. to see what Darko can do with RJ Barrett. If you can see him unlock the best version of RJ Barrett. And you trade for like, you know, like there's a lot of good young pieces. You know, mm Scotty, obviously, they're turning the keys over to him, rightfully Mm -hmm. so. Like Mm -hmm. he should be the one getting the keys. But yeah, and
3: he is playing a lot better, kind of like how he helped Barnes a lot. Um, Scotty is playing really, really well under Darko.
0: RJ's been playing nice. Yeah, he he's opened up for sure since he left mm-hmm. the there. Because, like, a Rod, you've said it before. You said it right off the top when when RJ got over here. It's like the court has opened up for him because the style time. of play is completely different yeah. than the system he had in New York, right? Yeah,
1: like well, a Brunson, year. Brunson, a
0: he dribbles the air out that
3: ball out there in New York. Yeah. yeah. He does, but even before
1: he came, I mean, New York was just littered with, like, forwards and centers. Yeah, yeah And just yeah. guys that just do not like to shoot from different areas of the court. It's all in that, you know, that key. Yeah, yeah. So Funny, pal. It's just, it wasn't good for him.
0: Well, mm-hmm. boys, boys, listen. Listen, I just want to I just wanna, I just wanna get, get out of this Memphis game for a second just because it kind of gives me a cramp. It gives me a cramp, okay? So... <laughs> But I have a question for you guys. I was at the coffee shop the other day. And there's, there's this is all he's about, I think he's 101 years old. He's this old Italian guy. I think he's Greek or Italian. I can't tell because he doesn't talk too well. But I can, if I get real close, I can understand what he's saying. And the other day, I went in there to get my coffee and my biscotti. Delicious fresh biscottis, by the way, by uh, the grandmother in the back. Anyway, so I go up to Nino. His name's Nino. I said, Nino, how are you doing today? And Nino's like, eh, that's so good. I'm like, oh, what's wrong, Nino? He's like, my back. I said, what about your back? He said, my back is so sore. The grandkids came over the other day and they were throwing biscottis around the house. And I tried to pick one up and I <laughs> slipped in, I fell and my back went back to the war. I was like, Nino, Nino, are, are you okay? Do you know of anywhere where I can find some motion or some painkillers? Not that street shit. I want some like, natural painkillers. I said, let me get on the podcast and ask the fellas if there's anywhere in the city I can find some painkillers that are natural. Boys, do you know of anywhere in the
3: city? Oh, we, we know can a spot, these? man. We know a man, spot, man. Boy. Where know is spot. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that?
1: Popeyes, man. Popeye supplement. supplements. <laughs> Popeye Go.
0: supplements. Well, listen up, everybody, and David. What that means that is this is another segment of this or that. Brought to you by Popeye supplements. All right, David. Quick rundown: what this or that is is I peg two things, A and B. You give me C. Very, very, very simple. Okay. So the first thing we're gonna start with, we're gonna start off with a fictional street fight. All right. So this is an ex Memphis Grizzly, actually two ex Memphis Grizzlies, and one of them was a Raptor as well. We are going to pit in this corner on the right side. We got a big boy here. We got Mark Gasol, hey, a legend. A legend. Mark Gasol, this was him at <laughs> Look the at him go. Raptors uh, Raptors <laughs> Championship parade where he became a legend in this city. He, I don't know if you've seen these pictures, David, but he was drunk. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> so we got Marc Gasol in this corner Against his brother Pau Gasol Who also played for the Memphis Grizzlies So we got one corner, Powell. We got brother against brother Mano and mano, A-Rod Who do you got, Mark? or wow.
1: Pau? I-, I need a little more detail Are we getting prime Marc Gasol Like defensive player of the year, Marc Gasol Or are we getting old Marc Gasol <coughs> No, we're going
0: to get mm, Let's go, let's go prime of both. Let's Ooh, go prime, prime of wolf. both. Prime of both. Best listen, I, Best shape, Marcus. If I'm yourself. going with
1: both, or if you're talking about both in their prime, I'm going to go with Powell, man. Powell? Ooh, yeah, really? I'm going to go with Powell. You know why, man? Because, why? Listen, Powell, Powell took that energy off of Kobe, man. Mm. And, and, and Kobe doesn't play. That is so, not
3: easy. That is not easy. Yeah, I, no.
1: Hey, man. I'm, I'm going to have to say Powell.
3: You're Powell.
1: Yeah, I think Powell would you know, find a way to get it done, man.
0: Okay, so we got 1-0 Powell. That's a surprising pick. I thought you were going to go with Mark when I said that they were at their prime. Okay, so 1-0 for Powell. Who do we got, Max P? Mark Gasol or Powell Gasol?
3: Oh, uh, man. Uh, shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies uh, broadcast folks that do the, the highlights during the commercial breaks. Mm. They showed a highlight of old Paul Gasol when mm. he was on the Grizzlies dunking on Kevin Garnett and some other dude. Uh, and it was amazing. He went in with strength and power. I had to watch it again just to see, like, wow,
0: power game. So man.
3: he did. Like, power had some gangster in him that people mm. don't really recognize. And mm. also, what A Rod said about him dealing with Kobe. Holy, that's It's a, a that really not point. easy. <laughs> so I'm going with older brother.
0: You're going with power as well. Old sheesh okay all right so this is down to david williams you you've you've probably sat back and watched these two play for the grizzlies so let me know who do you got power mark
2: ah man like i feel like my guy's gonna get shut out so i, I gotta take mark there's a couple reasons number one i'm i'm i am a baby brother myself and so you know if it's me versus my older brother i'm taking him hands down so uh, I, gotta go with, I gotta go with the baby brother on this one. i like it all right
0: two 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 one for, for pal all right this is what i'm gonna do here i thought about it i'm like okay I don't know what it is about Powell, but Powell bothers me. Powell bothers me, like, <laughs> extremely. I don't know what it is. I think he's just got fantastic hair, and I want it because I'm follically challenged, and I don't know what it is. But, but when Mark came over to the Raptors... All of a sudden, I just became a huge Mark Gasol fan, because we got to see a side of him that we didn't get to see when he was out in Memphis and where he was at. I was a fan of him in Memphis, I was a a fan, too. I was a fan, Mm -hmm. too, but I didn't get to see that side of him, the post-game interviews. That's true. Very true. That side, this human side of him, and and I was like, I really like this dude. He's a decent dude and a really smart basketball player, and I think what he's going to do, he's going to outsmart his skinny little brother, and I think he's (laughs) just going to eat him (laughs) up. Uh, <laughs> two two. And then he's going to have two a two drink two. right after just bang <laughs> and and probably oh, smash him in the back of the head with a bottle and just be like, get back to Spain. Uh, we're tied at two. We're tied at so, twos. Two, two. So we'll leave it at a tie for the brothers, which seems right, doesn't it? All right. Yeah, it seems, seems right. right. Seems yeah. right. All right, the next one is this one's going to be fun. This one's <laughs> So, one of them definitely is from Memphis. The other one's from the state of Tennessee. I don't think he's from Memphis specifically, but here we go. So, this one is in their heydays, on top of their game, who do you think partied more? I think this is going to be the battle of the Chichi Gete Yeo, but we'll see. Hey, 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 in, hey. In, in the Chichi Gete yayo. All <laughs> right, so in who this corner, this? <laughs> we got the king of Memphis, DJ Paul. All okay. right, from three six, my what are we doing, who partied more? Who partied more in their heydays? So we got DJ Paul versus Mr. Chichi. Get the yayo Kenny Chesney, oh. <laughs> <No>. oh, <man. laughs> who is not from Memphis, as I did my research, but he is definitely from the state of Tennessee, and I am sure to death. Shirt that death this dude has seen some days and nights. So we got DJ Paul from 3-6 Mafia versus Kenny Chesney. Who do you think party more? Man. Who do you got, a ride?
1: I think we had 3-6 as, as an option before. We did. And I'm, and did. I'm still going to stick with DJ Paul because I got to oh, yeah. stay true to that.
0: Okay, so you're uh, saying DJ Paul.
1: Yeah, man. I mean... Just you know, one-liners alone. DJ Paul is a dog you cannot trust. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, once you say that you be doing something. So,
0: man,
1: I'ma I'm stick with DJ Paul, man. And
0: yeah, DJ Paul. Okay, so one o for the K O M, the King of Memphis. Max P, who do you got? DJ Paul or Kenny Chesney? Chi-Chi, get the eagle.
3: Uh, I gotta go. Shout out to Kenny. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we got the same. That's my first name, shoot. You know what I mean? Like, it's true. Oh man, I hate to go (laughs) against you, Kenny. I hate to go against you, Kenny. But DJ Paul is the first rapper I've seen
0: like do blow in a music video. Like he just,
3: you know, DJ Paul is a legend, man.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> and shout out to Crunchy Black right there. That's my favorite. One of my, <laughs> Crunchy Black for yeah. hard hitter money gang. <laughs> so we got hey, who you got, Dave? Yeah, Dave.
3: Who you hey, got, hey, man?
2: If I say anybody other than DJ Paul, that is me back in Memphis. I can't go back to the forum, man. Can't. Hey, he, like,
0: he really is the king of Memphis, huh? Yeah.
2: My, one of my buddies, he, he used to say Kenny Chesney looks like a real-life version of Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> 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 so, wait, can you look at that, dude? If you ever see that... Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's it right there. There we All go. Right. All right, so we got 3-0 DJ Paul. Now listen, listen. Of course... Okay, of course it would make sense that DJ Paul. I'm a huge fan. 3.6 Mafia, like we've we've gone over Three six Mafia a few times on this pod. We love them, <laughs> big fans. DJ Paul for sure. Crunchy Black, boom, boom, boom. Listen, in a fight though, yeah. Sorry, in a party sense though, I I was gonna go DJ Paul 100 percent until I saw one picture. I haven't posted it. I posted those pics are impressions. Listen, when those a guy picks are guy wears one of those necklaces, okay. Oh. You see those shell necklaces. <laughs> when a guy wears one of those with a tank top, okay, that he intentionally cut, and a cowboy hat with that stupid smirk like that, that guy's got a backpack full of yayo. <laughs> a backpack full of yayo. And he's got a boat he's leasing, and he is going crazy until his heart explodes. Now, if I had to choose between... DJ Paul and Kenny Chesney. Look at that. That's March break right there. Like That's some partying right there. You know what? Fuck it. No, I'm still going DJ Paul. I was going to try. Okay. No, I can't. It's I can't a do it. I can't do it. Come on, man. This guy won an Oscar. Like Blue suede shoes.
2: Like, these guys are
0: legends, man. Okay, DJ Paul with the suite. That was easy. <laughs> I was just trying to make something funny there, but... <laughs> All right, this one is specific. This one's for all of us, but I want to start with you, David, um, because you, you definitely would, would feel the vibe more because you're down there. So, who on the streets down there is the bigger Memphis Grizzlies legend? Is it Tony Allen or is it Zach Randolph? Who on the streets mm. is the bigger Memphis Grizzlies legend? Good question. Tony Allen yeah. or Zach Randolph. Because those are two of my favorite players, to be honest. I love those guys. Love those guys.
2: Who doesn't? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, uh, Rand- Randolph has his jersey retired already. Uh, mm. and they had that. And they were planning on retiring Allen's jersey the same year, just later on in the year. But then he got in trouble for the uh, the insurance fraud stuff or whatever it was. The medical stuff. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, um Oh like personally, it's Zebo. like for me, it's mm. Zebo hands down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's extremely close between the two because if you talk about that grit and grind era and you talk about moments that happen, when Tony Allen is on the floor, and he's shaking his head and he's put first team all defense. Like that was an iconic moment that will forever, like every time you watch that moment, like you go back <laughs> and you watch that video, yeah. if you're a Grizzlies fan, if you don't want to run through a wall after <laughs> watching that, yeah. then you're not really a Grizzlies fan. So, yeah, like, it's, <laughs> I, I will give it to Zebo, but it in a slim, slim, I like, mm-hmm. I, like I like that.
3: I
0: like that. I like that. That's a great that's awesome. answer. See, I knew, I knew we'd get the right answer with that one. So we got Zebo. What about you, A Rod? Who you got, Zebo or uh, Tony Allen? I mean,
1: just being a, a third party outsider, you know, I yeah. love Tony Allen, man. Mm-hmm. Tony Allen like made it cool to play
2: defense, man. Uh, like, that that's something that's like very that. rare. Like you, A Rod, I got to give you a. Sh- he ra- he may have the true king of Memphis on the wall behind him back there.
1: Oh, yeah, I was going to say, oh, hey, <laughs> you know what's funny? I was going to save that question for you at the end, but I'll just ask it now since we already got oh, into kill it. kill it, kill it. How do you feel about the Memphis team this year?
2: Yeah, so they've got a ton of talent. The, the, the guard play, so he's playing his son because he's a senior. Yeah. And – there are more times than not that his son shouldn't be on the floor Mm -hmm. for a high level college basketball team. He obviously has basketball IQ, but he doesn't have the talent level to be out there. So I think that if he gets out of his way and uses his head and not his heart, I think that that team can be dangerous, but they also have to lock in a, a focus is a big thing you look at some of the losses that they lost to fau and yeah. that's a team they, they should have slaughtered them like like they should have just dog walked them and they they came out and they were playing with their food and so he's got to figure out a way we, we've got a lot of time between now and that tournament in march so you got to get, figure out a way to get these guys focused and he's got to stop giving his son so many minutes because he's just not like he's just not the answer man like i i understand it i get loving your kid and i'm not saying that his kid is not division one talent but he's not going to play high level division one basketball there's there's levels to it right like he is no doubt he should be playing at the division one level but if they're going to win a national championship it's not going to be because of him
1: yeah, yeah. There's other guys on the team who are better, clearly. Yeah, like, yeah. For like sure. Quinterly is amazing too. Oh, and, yeah. And dude, he's, and I mean Quinterly was such a high pick coming over to Nova, right? Mm-hmm. And then I believe he went to Bama afterwards. Uh, I think yeah, he went to Bama. Yeah, I think, I think, I think he went right. for, to Bama, and then he went to the portal and came to Memphis. But by now he's like a well-developed player sure. who was a five-star recruit, so it's kind of nice to see that. But I like I, my Penny was my favorite player before AI. So that's oh, why
0: the poster's still up there, right? I have, a, I have a quick Penny Hardaway story. So when the first pennies came out, the blue and white ones, mm-hmm. they were at mm-hmm. a uh, this, uh, this store just outside of Toronto. You know in Barrie, they have that outlet mall, the big red outlet mall? Yeah, so th- I went in there. They had a Nike store in there, and I was young. I was like... Man, when I was 17 years old, 1997, I think. Is that when they came out? Anyways, I went that in there. and I, said, right. I saw the pennies, the blue and white ones. I'm like, oh my god, and they're cheap. I got just enough money, right? But oh no, they're two sizes too small. I'm still gonna buy them. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> mashed my feet in there. <laughs> just my feet were like toes were like this, and they're mashed in there. Every time I took them off, there was like bruises and they was bleeding. But I still like my pennies, man. Penny was a legend. He yeah. was a legend, man. So Penny was
3: Penny was cool as hell. Right.
0: Yeah, he was. Ooh, let's yes. give a big salute to Penny Hardaway. Yeah. That was a good call, guy, man. So. Uh, yeah, and I want to give one shout out before we get out of this episode of this or that is a, a, a Tennessee legend that uh, as I was going through doing some of my research and looking up some of the music and looking up some of the entertainers and stars of Memphis and the state of Tennessee, one came up and I'm like, yeah, I knew she was from there, but my gosh she looked good when she was younger look at this dolly parton picture god damn (laughs) dolly parton when she had look at this wavy little blonde hair going on here with that little got the j-lo earrings on and the jean shirt just like yeah just howdy do So a big shout out to Dolly Parton from the state of Tennessee. Uh, you are a true beauty and a queen amongst queens. All right. So that's another episode of this. or that brought to you by Popeye's Supplements. Supplements. Let's get out of there. So next up, David, we go around the NBA, and there's just notes that have come upon. It's always, you know, the League of Drama always gives us stuff to talk about. And I'll throw a few out there, and you guys can throw a few back. But I got a couple here. I want to see what your take is. I want to see what you think about the King of Brampton, which is a town just outside of Toronto, where Tristan Thompson is from, because he (laughs) just got caught on some steroids. So um, he's out for twenty five games. What would you think, Max? Since uh, yeah, the Brampton boy here, what what'd you think of uh, Tristan getting caught? Oh well, uh,
3: I had one of those like uh, arguments at the dinner table. <laughs> well, we, what was the last holiday we had? Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one of those. I was like, man, a lot of these dudes are on the roids. Like, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. So when Tristan uh, got hit with that twenty five game thing, I was like i felt vindicated a little bit just a little bit you <laughs> that's know. the truth. he shouldn't even oh, be getting five six million. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: that's exactly what i felt like
0: <laughs> yeah, nah. Nah, anyways tristan yeah yeah have fun on the You know, sitting at home, buddy. I'm not a Tristan Thompson fan. Anyways, what do you think? Uh, I listen. I don't even want to talk about Tristan Thompson. Actually, he just needs to just pay his child support. Just go, Tristan. Go, 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 go. You're not welcome back here. Anyway, what about Lowry getting traded? This was uh, this came out of nowhere. Terry Rozier for Kyle Lowry seemed like a strange trade. I don't know what was going on. Anybody jump in on this? I I kind of. I don't know, his, his, his twilight, I think now, Lowry, I don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, I don't think he's going to play a game in Charlotte. What do you boys think?
1: I think it was just for an expiring contract. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't playing too many games. He wasn't playing particularly well. I mean, he was organizing the the offense, you know, at a decent level, because he's still Kyle Lowry at the end of the day, but he's just older. He's getting paid too much. Um, you know, the cheaper option is, is Rozier probably fits the team a little bit better. And Miami always likes to have multiple guys at that shooting guard position. It seems like year round they just get to more and more uh, playoff rounds because of Rando's, like Caleb Barton, and then after yep, you got yep. like uh, Hayward like then you got Duncan yep. Robinson coming through. Yeah, yeah. So yep, I, I, it's not gonna yep. surprise me if you know Rozier does really well because he was playing. Above his, nice. He yeah. was playing above his contract for sure.
3: Yeah, so I remember.
1: I don't know if you guys remember when he first got his deal. Everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like that's way too much money for Rozier. But mm-hmm. you know, compared to what everybody is getting paid now, he, he was playing, he was outplaying his contract. I think at least. Yeah. So. Da- Dave, what do you think of
0: the uh, Adrian Griffin firing and, and Doc hiring? What, what, what was your take on that?
2: Uh, I mean, I think the firing should probably go higher up than just that. Like, if you're mm. if you're making the call on your head coach like you're running the franchise and you know that you're engaged in negotiations like why would you get a guy that you didn't believe could get you to a championship
0: right and good call
2: maybe 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 when they made that hire they thought he was he would but I was watching um i I want to say it was Brian Windhorse it was a talking head on ESPN and mm. they mentioned that the bucks were prepared to take a step back because they didn't know if they were going to re-sign brooke they didn't know if they can re-sign middleton they were not sure that they were going to be able to land dane and so they were prepared to take a step back and they thought that he would be a good fit for that so i it's it's gross mismanagement right mm-hmm. when you, when you have a team of that caliber and the coach loses the locker room I think it's better off to pull that Band-Aid off sooner rather than later. But I think that it shouldn't have got to this point because if you're you're making your coaching decision, it Mm. should have been after you line out your personnel stuff to me. Like you line out who you're going to have on the roster, and then it's like, okay, if this team is not a championship team – this is the guy that I want to develop the Marjan Bo champs, the, the guys that I've got on this roster that are going to get run that wouldn't get it run if this was a championship team. So, yeah, yeah I just the, the, the general manager uh, dropped the basket on this one for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, kind of, it's kind of
1: interesting what you said there, David, because you were talking about having the personnel kind of laid out before you make the coaching change mm-hmm. or the coaching appointment. Uh, it's interesting in basketball that's kind of the way it should run but when you look at other sports like soccer it's like they usually bring in the head coach first and then he tells the management who I want to like get in the transfer yeah. window right yeah so it's kind of a different approach for basketball but I agree with you man they should have they should have actually thought this through um, and it feels like gross mismanagement because he's at the end of the day they still had a good winning record uh, the problem is yeah, just and ease. they just they looked disjointed on the court they didn't look mm. happy the body language was poor and uh, you know they weren't playing particularly you know the giveaway? you know
3: the giveaway that they don't know what they're doing and it's it's a higher up situation mm. is them doing the panic move of hiring doc uh yeah, what's up doc yeah, yeah, a, yeah. It's, a, it's a panic yeah. move that is can, yeah. can, yeah. We, <laughs> col-
2: can we collectively agree I, I'm sorry max I don't mean to talk of you but can go we go collectively ahead, agree? that the only reason Doc Rivers has gotten his last three coaching jobs is because of Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Rajon Rondo. 100%. 100%. And Ray Allen. It's got to be. It's got
3: to like, be. It'll. It's the only way. He, yeah. He, he
2: has had, since then, <laughs> he has had insane talent on rosters and has oh. not been able to get them over the hump. <laughs> and guy, he's still getting man. opportunities. And, and it seems like the NBA, they recycle coaches. Mm. Like, you know, you, you hear every year um, – and I just lost his name. He coached for the Suns, and then oh, what's uh, his name? Uh, the Rockets. And...
0: Yeah, yeah, I know who you're. Uh, D'Antoni. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Like, what? Um, he's still
0: in the so mix. Can, well, no, but no, 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 like, he'll probably in, come in back. The off
2: season. <laughs> in the off season they were <laughs> That, yeah, I get what
0: uh, he's
3: saying. Like,
2: w- when the Nets actually – when the Nets high- hired Steve Nash, that mm. was the name mm. that was getting thrown around. And oh, it's like, man, why? Like, he he's a regular season coach. This dude can't get it done. And Clearly. Yeah, I, I think we try to read deeper into it sometimes than what we need to. Like, take it at face value. He's never been able to win a championship. Yeah. What makes you think he's got what it takes to get over that hump. And some guys, young guys, you can take that opportunity. But Dan Tony and Doc Rivers, Rivers. those guys have the resume and it should speak for itself, but it clearly doesn't. (laughs) Hey Max, you said
0: you said panic. (laughs) Right, you said panic. That reminds me mm-hmm, of one thing. Mm-hmm, it's like when you get mm-hmm. when you get an STD test. It's panic, right? It's panic. <laughs> and it, that reminded that reminded, that, me of, or, clinic, baby. that reminded me of Jordan Clinic, baby. That reminded me of Jordan Pool and a story of Jordan Poole. Is that <laughs> the other night the Washington Wizards had Jordan Pool party night? I swear to God, you can't make this oh, up. Yeah. They were giving out free towels that said "Pool Party." He dropped three points.
2: Whoa.
0: Three points. Three points because of probably panic. I've said this before, David, but you weren't on the part. I think I figured the riddle of Jordan Poole out. You know what it is? I think Jordan Poole is dealing with some issues downstairs with pain because how hard would it be to have a real like itch or a burn down by the nut sack and have to do your jump shot and have to score and have to be the guy with a mustache like that it's not going to happen because like Tyson said he had some rough fights because he had some pain in his shorts and i think that Jordan Poole's got some pool party in his shorts that went astray and i think he needs to go to the doctor and i think he needs to hit the panic button and he needs to get this fixed get some antibiotics get some, get some get something but talk to the doctors and do it quick Washington, help him out, hold his hand, take him to the clinic. Boom, that's it. That's my take Act on Jordan Poole. Yeah. Act to the pool. Poolishness. Yeah. yeah. Poolishness. <laughs> 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 All right. Lastly, I, I just want to get uh what you boys think on uh the anniversary of Kobe's eighty eighty uh 80, 82, oh, 81, sorry, 81, is M B dropping 70 and Cat dropping, I think it was 62, 62 on the same night. And his, so like, and his
1: coach aired him out. <laughs> yeah, he did. Benched him for like the crunch time and aired him out after.
0: No, no. Uh,
1: interesting. I mean, Cat was on fire.
0: He was. I believe he had
1: eight threes in the first half, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them were just straight up heat checks.
0: Yeah, great. which you and, can't blame
1: him. M B is such a, oh man, how do I put this? <laughs> This guy is such a talented player, but I hate watching him play in ways. I'm beginning to just hate watching him play because he is such a foul merchant. Mm. And when he when he shows up, he shows up versus the worst teams in the league. San Antonio Spurs got nobody. Mm. And they're re- like regularly getting bodied every night. And watching this guy just go for 70 was sickening in a way. Yeah, With, with 25 free throws, I was like, I'm just... I don't know what to say anymore, man. <laughs> and then
0: the next day he showed up to practice wearing a mink mink jacket. Did you see that? Oh, and then, Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then hold on. Let me, let me just throw this out there. Then he plays the Pacers tonight. Hmm. Scores 31, but they get blown out by, I, I believe, 20.
0: Without Halliburton.
1: Without Halliburton.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I rest yeah. my case, man.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you, buddy. I hear you.
3: You know what's sad? There's a bunch of fans who don't watch games. Who are going to see that 31 and say, wow, what a great game
0: yeah like You're this is the
3: world we're You're living in people yeah like he, he, he he's going to get love for that 31 even well, that's though kind of watch. like every lebron game you know right Let's just it's uh, a shame yeah. that people actually <laughs> don't watch lebron it, and understand man, that's what's a going whole on another level of frustration right there yeah, but gotta, it be, like, be you gotta show and prove, and this is not the show and prove time so
0: yeah all right boys well next uh, i don't know is there anything else around the nba that just stuck out to you David Max, say right. Anything that uh, you know grabbed your attention before we get out of
2: here? Yeah, I feel like the sixty-two shouldn't even be mentioned in the same breath. I know it was the same date, yeah. But like, how do you drop sixty-two and lose a game like that? And I've no, got to be right. honest, like there, there is a disdain inside of me that I just can't contain. Carl Anthony Towns is. Like Charmin soft, dude. I, I <laughs> going back, I lost all respect for that dude when Jimmy Butler was on his team. And Butler, mm-hmm. like, you know, you hear the stories about him going in and busting their ass with the second team. Yeah. And it's like, if you have a guy of that caliber, because Butler has carried some good, like, some not so good teams, like that Miami team to the finals last year. And they had a lot of talent on that Minnesota mm-hmm. team. But Towns just – he doesn't work, man. And that is – he's had it cherry-picked and, 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 you know, Silver Spoon his whole life fed to him how great he is. And so now he doesn't feel like he has to work for it. And I I just – I will never respect that dude. And there are people that – Talk about him and Kevin Garnett in the same breath, and oh, I just want no, to smack no, the taste whoa, of no, I don't know
1: those guys. I don't know those
0: guys. I'm glad I don't know those guys. Yeah, <laughs> those guys went step foot man. close to this pod. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I'm no, a no. big
3: fan know. of Anthony Edwards, and I'm so frustrated yeah, oh, they haven't man. traded Cat Williams. I've been hollering, trade this guy since. Uh, probably um, Anthony Edwards, <laughs> Anthony Edwards' second seasons.
2: Five
3: three. Cat Williams. Listen. To Cat me. Williams. <laughs> uh, shout out to Cat Williams. Yeah. But, shout yeah, out to Cat, yeah. Uh, But but yeah, this this, yeah, this guy,
0: yeah.
3: he's not that dude. He's definitely not Kevin Garnett, mate. No. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we're well, speaking of which. Next up, we got uh, we got the Clippers coming into the city tomorrow night, seven thirty p.m. at Scotiabank Arena. And uh, it's at 7.30 p.m., like I said. What do you you boys want to see coming out of this game with Kawhi coming in here, James Harden? James Harden's here right now selling his wine at a local LCBO. LCBO is a... in in, in uh, Ontario, we have stores, but one store that sells liquor. It's called the LCBO, and it's licensed by the government. And so we only have one store. We don't sell them in, you know, corner stores and variety stores, confectionery stores. It's just one store. You get your wine, you get your beer, boom. And he's in one of those right now selling his, I don't know, bearded wine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, but he's doing he's right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what do you boys want to see in this game? Hit me.
1: Yeah. Uh. I don't even know what I want to see at this point, man. If we wait, wait. I mean no offense to Dave and Memphis. It's just I expected them to beat Memphis considering the talent you guys have that yeah. you're
2: able to put out. Uh because
0: it's G League ish right now. It,
2: oh yeah. Not not even ish, bro. The only person <laughs> the only person that played that game that has not spent time in the G League was Jaron Jackson Jr. Damn, Damn. And, and that I think, like, is a
3: crazy stat, right like there. Like
2: the the um, you, you go back to that roster. A lot of those guys spent time together. Vince Williams, Santi Aldama, um, Zaire Williams, David Roddy, yeah. like uh, Gilliard, uh, even going to uh, Xavier Tillman. I forgot uh, Kennard played yeah. in that game. You know, yeah, he, he's been out. But sorry, Kennard and Jaron were the only two guys Mm -hmm. that have not spent extensive time in the G League. So yeah, like I I didn't, I didn't expect this team to win many games at all moving forward. So when they won this game, I was, I was shocked. Like obviously happy that they did because you got good stuff from young guys. But yeah, and they, and they, they deserve
1: that win. They outplayed the Raps, out hustled, out fought. Like it's just. 100%. And they did
3: it against the Lakers, and then they did it against the Lakers. That's like, the thing;
0: you I can't even. Probably. It's almost like that old school Memphis thing. It just hasn't left their blood. They just fight. They just yeah, fight, and I love that. I love that part of them
3: man, because they, y'all got they're... like some kind of voodoo lady put a hex on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, we yeah, talked like too
0: catching.
3: much
2: crap to those Pelicans fans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Man. Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the vibe on john's dad down there? Is is it is it a, a good vibes, bad vibes? Oh, what's, bro, what's okay
2: so the the media paints this dude as something he is absolutely not like the, the mm-hmm. stuff that you Speaking see from the media i i go to a ton of games and i can guarantee you that t morant knows every usher around the floor by name mm-hmm. Best respect. he goes up he's he talks to them he know it like when he's walking up if you know, hey, man, what's going on? Knows it. Calls them by name. They'll talk about family. They'll talk about the city. The the other night, uh, I was at a game. I can't remember. It was the Knicks game. Mm. They, I was at the Knicks game. And you saw T just making his way around the, the bottom, like the – on the opposite side of the bench, he was all up and down the floor, talking to different people, sitting down, talking to the ushers, and, and media paints this dude like he's some sort of camera whore, yeah. and that's not the case at all. Like he mm-hmm. he's out there and he's being friendly, he's networking, but he's just a flat out like if a fan wants a picture with him, he's gonna go and talk to him, he's gonna take pictures with them, and you see a lot of, of media outlets just the the story by McMahon and ESPN was just. A complete shit show. Pardon my French, but so that's why I
0: wanted baby. to ask you because you know, have, yeah, you, you he, know, yeah,
2: dude, yeah, I, I, f- I have nothing but great stuff to say about that dude. He he's still coming out to the games. John Moran is not playing. He's out there supporting the team. That's nice. And I've never seen him yeah, be like anything that. other than fantastic to anybody around the 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 forum. Like I've never seen him have cross or mixed words with anybody there.
1: So so what you're saying, Dave, is you'd fight Shannon Sharp for him.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. That, was a,
0: that was a legendary moment when steve adams stepped in the picture though. yeah that was so oh, that was one of my man. favorite
3: moments because we don't get those no more back in the day with the heat and the Knicks and stuff used to get that every season um, yeah, but that, that was a great little moment of uh of some was. gangsterism a little bit like steve adams was like man make a move i will crush
0: you i will eat you <laughs> Um yeah. on that note boys I I think first of all I want to thank you first of all David mm-hmm. for coming on and sharing your time with us because this was let's give him a big salute first of all David Williams salute and it, it like I said on the intro on the top I wasn't trying to gas you up it's the truth this is one of the best Memphis Grizzlies if you haven't listened to it listen to it you do understand why I'm saying that it's one of the best if not the best Memphis Grizzlies podcast on the internet because he knows what he's talking about he's got 10 toes down on the streets he know that's why I've asked him these certain questions he knows what's going on with the team he knows what's going on with the players families he knows what's going on so that's why you want to listen to this podcast and he's got the voice of basketball he's got the voice of Tennessee so go right now go find his podcast and listen to it now david the stage is yours i want you to tell everybody the listeners where they can find you and uh let them know
2: let them know yeah yeah so the the podcast is the sports ethos grizzlies podcast get that anywhere where you get your podcast uh we're on twitter rx however you want to refer to it uh mm-hmm. at ethos grizzlies and my personal is at nba d will Two one and that's
0: it and uh, that's all boys let's give another salute thank you Dave Williams for sharing your time my friend great to meet you And on that note, everybody be safe. And remember, if you feel like you're in a panic situation, just go to the clinic. (laughs) (laughs) And this was another episode of the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And like I said earlier, and on every other time I've done it before, if you see a little heart, click that heart. Because that heart boosts the algorithm. And the algorithm will say, keep going to this podcast. This podcast is the best Raptor podcast. This Mm -hmm. Raptor podcast.